0: which I need because lately I want to do my hair in like a slicked back look, but my hair is too frizzy. Get 15% off Lola V with the code MOMROOM at slash MOMROOM and Lola V is L O L A V I E.
1: Tonight, only on Disney Plus.
0: My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras
1: Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record breaking Eras Tour. Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tonight only on Disney+. Plus.
0: Hello and welcome to Thursday's solo episode. I have yet to decide if this is going to be a like a 30-minute regular episode, if it's going to be a long-ass episode, or if it, I'm going to break it into two episodes if it's too long. So what I've been doing is keeping always in my notes app on my phone, I keep a note that's solo episode and it's topics or things that I just want to talk about. As I go throughout my days, I think of things and I'm like, oh, I want to talk about that. So the list is huge because last Thursday's episode was not a typical solo because I did it with my mom and my mamaire about our trip to London. And then the last Thursday, no, that was two Thursdays ago. And then last Thursday was with Doctor Tracy Dalgleish, and we were talking about being triggered when you see things on social media. And the scrunchie that broke the internet. Remember the scrunchie on my wrist when we were having tea? So we break down like people's comments and why we should be looking inward when we feel triggered by something like that, and not attacking the people that are putting out the content, basically, and assuming that you know everything that's going on in their life over a thirty-second clip. But anyways, so I have a ton of random topics that I want to talk about because the last two Thursday episodes have not been typical solos. A little update on the daily podcast. So I'm pretty sure I have a name for it. I think I have decided that it's going to be Monday to Friday. I am meeting with my network next week to discuss kind of like the format of the show. So initially I was going to do just, you know, random typical solos, like 20, 30 minutes every single morning, and then just upload it. But I think what I would like to do is every day of the week, have it be a different theme. So let's say Monday is a typical solo, like catch up after the weekend. Tuesday, maybe we get into pop culture things. I talk about like Vanderpump and, Housewives or, like, the books that I've been reading, whatever, whatever, is in the news. Um, Maybe Wednesday we do, like, an interview with someone for just, like, a half hour. Like, somebody cool. And then Thursday, something else. Friday, something else. So I kind of want to set it up that way. And I was inspired. I've never really listened to The Vile Files. But I saw that he had this guy who's, like, Best Friends with Ariana on, and I was like, oh, that, that would be interesting. So I listened to it having lunch the other day. And then I looked into his podcast and how he structures his episodes. And I was like, that's really smart because he he does like all the things. Like he'll have just like pop culture stuff. He'll do a solo. He'll do like an Ask Nick where he gives people advice. And I really liked that because I do love doing interviews. And I think having a daily podcast where it's not necessarily niche to motherhood it opens up like so many options for guests that could come on to talk about literally anything which is exciting for me so that's an update on that I so I'm meeting with my network next week to discuss more details about it but I told them I don't think I'm going to start till probably September like mid-September maybe once Milo gets settled into a new school because if I started it initially I wanted to start it July 1st because that's when I started the mom room but being that it's going to be a daily thing and Milo is out of school and we haven't signed him up for camps or anything like that he's literally just going to be home with me I don't want it to take away from my summer with Milo also we're moving into a new house mid-July so that's going to be a lot of work um I want to be able to just go to my mom's house whenever I want and not have to stress about getting an episode out every single day. And also, I I want to nail down the structure of the podcast as well. I don't want to just do it half-assed. Like I want to make sure everything is laid out properly and we have a plan and it makes sense. So not gonna start at July 1st. I'm actually going to take most of like July and August off, I'm still going to be doing these solo episodes, which is fine, but I have batch recorded all my guest interviews for the Tuesday episodes for the entire summer. So for July and August, I have my last recordings next week. Is it next week or this week? I don't even know. Anyways, June will be the last recordings and then I'm literally done recording except for these solos for July and August. I have never, on July 1st, the Mom Room podcast will be three years old. I have never taken a break in three years. Two episodes every single week, constantly recording. The fact that I'm going to have two months where I'm not having scheduled recordings with someone is wild. And I'll be able to upload and get all the guest interviews like the information, like the episode notes, scheduling them, putting in the ad spaces, all that stuff can be done ahead of time. So I can just have a summer with my child. So I'm very excited about that. Anyways, this is why I need a daily podcast, because I haven't even gotten to my million topics that I wanted to discuss, and I've already almost talked for like eight minutes. So here we go. Also, these are very random topics, because I just copied what was in my notes app on this cardboard, my my little cue card thing here. So first, Milo is in this phase of life where he likes to make these high pitch screams, and it made me think about. And I swear to God, this is true. Um, I will demonstrate. I'll move the mic away from my face, obviously. I swear to God, when I was in elementary school, we thought it was really fun. This was probably like grade five, six-ish. We thought it was really fun to like scream at the top of our lungs at recess, just like for no reason, um, to see like who could scream the louder, the loudest. And I lost my screaming voice. And I was explaining that to Milo. I was like, when I was little, like I, you know, my friends and I used to scream all the time and now I don't have a screaming voice and he was like what it's like I swear to god true story so listen to what I'm talking about okay I'm going to move the mic away from my face like that's that's my screaming voice listen again so I can go like uh? <laughs> it's ridiculous it's ridiculous Literally, if somebody came to kidnap me in the middle of the night, I can't scream. I would be like, is this anyone else? Is this like an adult thing? Do you like lose your screaming voice? Or am I correct in thinking that when I was in grade six, we screamed so much that I lost my voice. Like I damaged that section of my vocal cords. I'm going to Google it. But isn't that nuts? Let me know if anybody else has this issue Um, or am I just unique? Second thing, for months, I have had an irritation in my left eye. It felt like there was an eyelash in my eye and I would investigate nonstop in the mirror. I would even get my flashlight out looking in my eye. Nothing was there. So, okay, and it wasn't constant throughout the day, but it's like, it almost felt like my eyeball was dry, but it really felt like there was something in my eye, but there was nothing there. My mom was like, you should probably make an eye appointment. And when we were in London, it got way worse. And I was constantly complaining about my eye. I didn't have eye drops with me, but it was so irritating. And when we were on the flight home, Obviously, your eyes are tired. The airplane's a little bit dry. It was overnight. I couldn't even keep my eyes open because my eye was so irritated. And I kept like rubbing it. You know, they say to lift your top eyelid over your bottom eyelid and like blink a few times. It made no sense. And there was nothing in my eye. So. The next day I get home and I'm like, that's fucking it. Like I am figuring out what is going on in my eye. I was going to make an optometrist appointment because my mom was like, sometimes you can, your retina can be detaching or something like that. And it feels like there's something in your eye. I was like, Jesus Christ. I go upstairs and it's broad daylight now. The sun is like shining into my bathroom and I'm investigating my eye. I had put eye drops in as well. I'm looking at my eye, it's so sore and irritated. And don't I see a blonde eyelash, I mean blonde, like white, almost see-through eyelash, starting from my eyelid, my bottom eyelid, but instead of it curling out the way all the other eyelashes do, it's curling into my frickin' eyeball. The sun was coming in through the bathroom window just so that it shone, 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 shone a light on that eyelash. And I could see it bent into my eyeball. And I was so scared that I was going to lose it. I was like, oh my God, oh my God. So I quickly grabbed my tweezers that I use for my eyebrows. Pulled my eyelid down and I was trying to pluck this blonde eyelash out of my eyelid and eventually I got it and the absolute relief that I felt was unmatched. My eye is like a free, it's like, oh my god, my eye is free. It feels so much better. So if anyone else is dealing with something like that, just know that it can be a see-through blonde Eyelash growing out of your eyelid that's bending into your eyeball. So, I wanted to get that off my chest. A little bit about the Vanderpump reunion. That was also something that I wanted to talk about. So, as I'm recording this right now, they had two reunion episodes. They were both kind of, I feel like the first one was better because it was just so exciting that it was starting and like the reunion was here. I still have the same thoughts as I posted on Instagram. Lala and James, they are so... like. Speaking of my episode with Dr. Tracy about being triggered, Lala and James are so triggered because of their own experiences. Lala being with Randall and all the shit that she went through, she is highly sensitive, obviously, to people's romantic partners being douchebags. James is so triggered because I think he still had feelings for Raquel and had a huge blow to his ego when she called off the engagement. That he is still... If Tom Sandoval cheated with anybody else other than Raquel, James would not care like he does right now. Sure, he'd be like, oh, yeah, you're a fucking douchebag, bro. Like, you know, being James Kennedy. But he would not be so... He walked off the stage, what, three, four times? Wild. And the person that should be the most upset, emotional, irritated, angry, all the things, is Ariana. And she's just almost silent. Katie is not you know, Katie and Sandoval had n- have never really gotten along very well. I feel like they were always not not fighting each other, but they just didn't get along. And I don't think Katie has ever really liked Sandoval that much. She has not been losing her mind. It's only Lala and James. So that's interesting. Also annoying because they don't let anybody talk. The second Tom tries to say something... They're jumping down his throat and it's like, can we just let him say what he has to say? Not that what he's going to say is going to make what he did better or make us think like, oh, okay. Oh, that's why he did it. Okay. Makes sense. No, but it's like, I don't want to watch the reunion just to see Lala and James screaming obscenities at Tom. And anytime he tries to make a point, they're like, oh yeah. Well, you effed her best friend. Yeah. What about that? And I'm like, oh, my God, can we move on from just saying that over and over again? I am shocked that Raquel hasn't come on the stage and she won't be now until the third reunion episode. That's the last one. And that is on Wednesday. So we shall see. And I'm sure Raquel is not going to say much. Honestly, they're not going to let her and she is not the kind of person that will fight back from what we have seen from her. And a lot of people are like, oh, she's so emotionless um, during the reunion. Like Sheena's breaking down crying and Raquel is just like stone-faced watching. But if you think back to every heated moment or argument or fight or emotional thing that has happened in Vanderpump in the past with Raquel being involved, that's how she responds. That is her way of responding to drama, to people crying, to people screaming, to... She just kind of shuts down and is stoic. Look at all the shit she went through with James acting like a fool out in public, and that's her response. Us watching at home are like, oh my god, Like I would lose my mind on my boyfriend or my fiance if they acted like that, if they did that, and she never did anything. She just kind of turns to stone and is like oh okay and I'm sure that's how she's going to be in the third episode so we shall see. This episode is brought to you by Magic Spoon. You guys know I have been very intentional with what we've been eating lately. I'm looking at protein, I'm looking at sugar content and avoiding things like artificial ingredients or colorings. Biteables make the transition to finger foods easy because they are cut perfectly to size, which promotes self-feeding. And of course, all the Biteables are healthy, balanced, and free of artificial junk. And then there are plates for your toddlers and your bigger kids. They are meals that are free of all the bad stuff. They taste amazing. Even the pickiest eaters will love them. They have things like hidden veggie mac and cheese, chicken nuggets, and adventurous things like potstickers, gnocchi, and more. Little Spoon also has smoothies and build-it-yourself lunches. Did I mention it all comes right to your door? It is super flexible, so easy, and everything stores right in the fridge and freezer. You can pick Pick up the menu and change up what you order every single time. The price is right. The quality is unmatched. You and your kids will love it. It's a huge win-win for your family. Simplify your kids' meal time with 30% off your first order. Go to littlespoon.com slash momroom and enter our code momroom at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. mmm.
1: Uh,
0: I don't know how they're going to film a season 11. I'm assuming, although they have said that Raquel's parents said that she is absolutely not going back on the show. Like there's no way in hell. So we will see about that. I can't imagine Tom Sandoval not being on the show. And to be honest, he owns a restaurant with Schwartz and I feel like Schwartz is going to remain on the show. And so if anything, they would film together, but I don't know who, Else would ever film with Sandoval, so it'll be interesting. Someone made a good point though like they got rid of Jax, Brittany, Saucy, Bo, and Kristen, and the show still went on and it's blown up this season, so you never know what's gonna happen. What was I gonna say? Katie and Ariana's sandwich shop is almost open. I definitely I'm going to plan a trip to LA, not just to go visit the sandwich shop, but to do some recordings and take a little trip and get a sandwich at Something About Her, because that'll be so exciting. The first time I went to LA, we did Sir and Tom Tom. The second time I went to LA, we did Schwartz and Sandy's. And now the third time I go... For recording purposes where I stay in West Hollywood, it will be something about her. So that's so exciting. My friend lives in West Hollywood. And when I posted the front of the something about her sandwich shop, she messaged me and she's like, that's right by my house. What is that? I was like, you're kidding. So she doesn't watch Vanderpump, so she doesn't know. Um, But I was like, next time I go to LA, I will take you there and we will get a sandwich. So looking forward to that. I was going to say something else about Vanderpump. Oh yeah, everyone is saying the, the last five minutes of the last reunion episode, there's a huge bombshell that drops. What could it be? I feel like the biggest thing that it could be is like Raquel is pregnant. That would be absolutely nuts. I don't think that's it, but I do feel like they have hyped it up so much that it's probably not going to be that exciting or that crazy of a bombshell, but we'll see. I'm so curious to see what it is. Is Jax coming back? Is Kristen coming back? I don't know. I don't know. Next topic, fake nails. Okay. These are not fake. These are actually my nails. So if you guys remember, I have tried to have fake nails multiple times. Absolutely hate it every single time. I curse myself every single time I get them on. It's never, it never ends well. It's annoying. So many things in my daily life are just fucking rage-tacular when you have long nails. I don't know why I keep doing it, but I swore I would never do fake nails. And then all of a sudden, my body was like, oh yeah, we'll grow our natural nails really long. And that's what they did. And I was like, oh my God, my nails have never been so strong and p- pretty and long. I should go get the Biogel laid over my natural nails so that they're hard and last longer. Maybe that'll be different. It is not different. I swear it must be because I've been eating so much protein to try and balance hormones and sleep properly at night. I'm just very aware. I'm always like protein, 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 fiber, and healthy fats. So like avocados, salmon, I'm just trying to fill my belly with these things and I swear that's why my nails all of a sudden grew so long and didn't chip or break. So I got them covered with biogel. And I still, it's the same shit. Like they might as well just be fake tips. There's no difference. Some of the things that drive me crazy, you guys saw I couldn't pick the bone out of the salmon. That was rage-tastic. And everyone's like, you need kitchen tweezers. I'm like, how many things do I have to buy? Or like, how do I alter my life just to have fake nails that are annoying for a multitude of reasons if you have an itch on your head or like if my back is itchy scratching it with fake nails because when you have fake nails they're dull like the it's like listen to that 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 does not sound like it's a satisfying itch you know what I mean so if you have an itch in your head, annoying. If you like have an itchy ear, good luck trying to get the itch with a fucking nail at the end of your finger. If you have something in your eye, good luck trying to rub your eye in a satisfying way. These muscles where my I'm pointing at the, the inside edges of my eyebrows, like kind of above just like the bridge of my nose, those muscles are always so sore and I love like rubbing them with my fingers when you have nails it's so hard to do that properly and it's not the same satisfaction also i always have a really sore neck or traps shoulders i love to dig into sore muscles with my fingers even at the back of my neck like i go like this can't do it with long nails Because your nails dig into your skin. It's so frustrating. So I had to ask my husband to itch my back or to scratch my back the other day. He's like, really? Seriously? I'm like, yes. Like scratching with fake nails almost makes the itch worse, if that makes sense. Now they're getting, because they're longer than when I initially got the gel on, it's hard for me to push the button in Milo's car seat. one that's at the chest like the chest clips and also the the five what's it called five five point buckle thing like the hard buckle to to get them out rage i have to like poke my knuckle in there typing remember old school um keyboards the the keys were how do you say that the keys were tall does that make sense I could see where you could type and your nail would just go in between the keys because the button was tall, it was bigger. Now, like the iMac keyboards, the button is just like a flat surface. So trying to type on my keyboard, rage. Trying to use my phone, rage. The amount of times I type the wrong things and even autocorrect, can't pick it up, so frustrating. Picking up Milo's puzzles on the floor, rage like there's so many things uh trying to like get an itch in your nose rage trying to put on makeup I use fingers to put on my concealer and stuff yeah good luck trying to do it near your eye your nail's gonna go in your eyeball like it's just so frustrating I could think of a million things but that's just what I'll leave you guys with now and to think honestly when we lived in Victoria, BC, which was the nicest place in the world, I got eyelash extensions once and I loved the way they looked. She did such a good job. It was incredible, but I hated having them on. I hated showering with them, washing my face, sleeping. I like to be able to rub my eyes and touch my eyes. And when you have fake eyelashes, it's just, you have to be like so careful of your eyes and I hated it. So I never got those again. Um, I always tell my hair stylist that I want to get extensions. I'm like, for my 40th birthday, I'm going to grow my hair long and I want to do extensions to have like long, beautiful hair, which I've never been able to have. But now that I think about it, I hate everything that's glued onto me. So if I get extensions put in my hair, I'm probably going to hate it. I hate anything that's like high maintenance. And she told me, she warned me, she's like, I you're not a person that like wakes up and does your hair and, you know, and I'm not. So now I'm thinking, do I ax my dream of hair extensions and long, beautiful hair? I don't know. Go Clean Co, Sarah, she cut her hair the other day and I was like, I want that haircut. She's like, do it. But like, oh, it takes so long to grow out your hair. And then every time I see a cute haircut, I'm like, I want that. And I've had my hair short for years, like asymmetrical cuts, like to my chin, like stylish little haircuts. And I love them. And the thing that I love about them is you get out of the shower and you round brush, like blow dry them, and then it's done. There's no like, there's no hassle. I don't know. I also have been seeing old photos when I had my bangs and now I want my bangs again too. But I can't do the Go Clean Co. haircut and bangs at the same time because they're two different things. So, yeah, I'm just uh, struggling. I wonder what the haircuts are that are on trend right now. Maybe I'll look into that. So that's that on that. One thing I learned from our travels is not to ever book an Airbnb as your first location where you're going to sleep after a long flight. Like, just don't because it's not, uh, reliable. And it's funny. I've stayed in Airbnbs like all over the place, Italy, freaking I don't know where else. Never had an issue. Never. But this time we had an issue and I wish, obviously I wasn't thinking of it, but I wish I would have booked us a hotel first and then go to your Airbnb if that's what you want to do. But Yeah, learn my lesson. And someone said that. So when we had our issue with checking into the Airbnb, they gave us the wrong friggin' code. Are you kidding me? And then we couldn't get a hold of them forever. We spent half a day outside lugging our luggage around after we just did an overnight flight from Toronto, took the train an hour to our Airbnb with suitcases, finally walked 10 minutes from the train station to our Airbnb, lugging suitcases down like rickety sidewalks, Get there. The lockbox won't open. Couldn't figure out why. Like it made no sense. Tried a million times. Tried contacting the host, which was not actually a host. It's a stupid agency that runs that Airbnb. Did not get back to us for hours. Airbnb was trying to call them like nuts. I was so pissed. And they wouldn't acknowledge that they sent the wrong code. I said, is this the code? Spelled it out. And then they responded, hi, Renee, happy to help. Like, it's just like a robot response from an agency that runs this location. And then they gave a different code. And I was like, are you kidding me? You gave us the wrong code. Rage. So now I learned my lesson. I will never book an Airbnb after a long flight where you just want to get to your accommodations. Never again. So that was not cool. I wrote a review for that Airbnb. Yes, I did. Okay, so that's the end of this episode. I'm going to cut it off here. I'm going to save my other thoughts for another episode. I still have like a bunch of things to get through. Um, but yeah, I like to keep these ones to 30 minutes. And also, we're going to see our new house today to do some measurements and see you know, if we can put built-ins in certain locations and whatnot. So thank you guys so much for listening. Share this podcast with a friend so we can up our downloads and take over the world. Working on an upcoming live event in the fall, stay tuned for that. But yeah, thanks so much for listening. And if you haven't already, please rate and review this podcast wherever you are listening to it. Subscribe. Follow. Also, follow us on Instagram at the Mom Room Podcast, and I am the Renee Rena on Instagram and TikTok. We're on YouTube too, guys. I'm trying to be a YouTuber, so get on the YouTube train. Video, full video episodes for everything on the YouTubes. Thanks so much, and I hope your children sleep tonight and don't have a meltdown over ants in the backyard. Oh my god, stay tuned for that story. It's on my list here. Bye.
1: Hmm. Ah, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive, sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne.